Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross, a personal development expert with over 18 years experience developing leaders, entrepreneurs and business owners. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of the inner work to get you out of your own way by helping you take what you learn here and put it into practice so you can truly thrive in life and in business. And by the way, before we dive in, if you want to work with me and take this work even deeper, just pop me a message and inquire about my services or head to tlb.org.uk UK, TLB stands for Thrive Life and Business, where you'll find all the information that you need. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome back to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and today I want to share something quite personal. I want to share something that links into an experience I had last night. I want to share something that links into what I experience personally in business And I want to share something that helps me to show you that I practice what I preach, that all of the methods that I use with my own clients, I use with myself, I benefit from from myself first, and then I use them with my clients. So um, let's start from the start. Last night, it took me one hour to go for a run. One hour. One hour of should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I. And listen, this is an episode where it's a bit of storytelling, a bit of fact sharing, a bit of a bit of a mix, right? So strap in. It's not your standard three tips. It's a chatty one. So that's that's the vibe. That's the tone of this episode. Um, so yeah, an hour. I was doing my own head in, really. It took me an hour to go from sitting in the office doing Jimmy's head in probably like, oh, should I go for a run? Shouldn't I go for a run? And honestly, what I noticed about myself was it was a lot of mental drama. It was a lot of should I go for a run? Shouldn't I go for a run? And when I was in the should, it was all of the reasons why I should go for a run. Well, yeah, you should because of this and this and this and this. And when I was in the shouldn't, And it wasn't as clear cut as this, right? It was all jumbled together, which makes it harder. But there's a point to this, I promise. When I was in the shouldn't, it was, you know, no, you shouldn't because it's getting late and you shouldn't because you do on and you shouldn't because you haven't got any more chewing gums. Like, (laughs) I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but I really need a chewing gum to run. Let me know if you too need a chewing gum to run. Anyway, I was like, do you know what? I'm going to do it. Got my stuff on. Well, to be honest, it took me the hour to put my stuff on. I didn't just get my stuff on in one go. Like it was the pants, then the sports bra, then the t-shirt, all very um, disjointed. So goes on this run. And I'm on the run and I'm thinking, what the fuck, Nikki? You just run. And on the run, you can buy chewing gum. So I did that, bought the chewing gum, noticed about the mind drama that was going on. But then as I was on this run, Um, So for those of you who follow follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I get to this part of my run, which is at the end, it's the finisher. And um, it's about five and a half K run. And then the end of this run, there's a hill and it's right by my house. It's in West Kirby, which is where I live. So it's a lovely run. You get to go around a lake. It's really nice. And anyway, there's this hill at the end of the run. And um, I'm on Instagram. I record the boomerang that I normally record saying, right, listen, guys, it's time to go up the hill. Let me read out what this says because it all links back together. So I'm recording this. I'm going to about to run up the hill and on the boomerang, it says, it seems big, but really it's just one step after another, isn't it? 
That's a business metaphor. You're allowed to pause. You're allowed to go slower. You're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. It's not a race. Enjoy it. And I really, I usually learn a lot from running anyway. It humbles me. It helps me get back into my body and out of my mind. There's a lot of benefits from a mental health perspective for me in exercise. Um, so I'm not necessarily doing it to be a runner or to to exercise. I'm doing it for my mental health. Uh, but what what I really learned about myself yesterday in this mind drama of indecision was how much it costs me to stay in indecision and how much it exhausts me to stay in indecision and how much what I exp- how much of what I experienced before that run I'm actually experiencing in my business. So let me explain. So roll on to today and in half an hour, I'm going to facilitate the zoom out process for my clients. Now, my one-to-one, my one-to-one clients get this complimentary. They get access to the Thrive First Method complimentary. For anyone else, they're joining, they're inside the Thrive First Method. So they're the two main ways to work with me. And I prepare for the zoom out process, which is something we do every month by doing it on myself. So I take my own content and I run myself through it. And zooming out every month is such a special and unique process in that. And it's not special as in, oh, it's magical. It's just a really unique process where I've taken everything I've learned in learning development over the past 18 years. And I've developed a practice for my clients to do every month, which takes them out so that they can see the woods from the trees. They can learn and take all the lessons and the wisdom from the previous month. They can then look forward into and disconnect from the the drama of the current day and what they're facing and, and really zoom out to six to 12 months down the line. And you know, that thing that I always talk about, like, and do, Listen, I'm coming back to the run in a minute. It means something. I'll tell you about it in a minute. You know that thing I always talk about, which is imagine your life is a book and when you're 96, there'll be 96 pages and each page represents a year of your life. And um, it's your choice. Like there's some things on each page that are just written. It's just the things that are going to happen and they don't appear till you go onto that page and they can't be deleted. They can't be edited. They can't be amended. So the way I look at that is the things that I need to give myself grace and compassion for. For example, when I was a carer for my dad with dementia, I didn't want that to be the case. I didn't, you know, all of the things, but that's what I mean. There are things that happen in life and in business that you just couldn't expect and you couldn't plan for and you can't change. And they're the things where you have to really give yourself grace and support through those times and hold yourself lovingly accountable to writing everything else that you're able to write on that page. And so when we zoom out, I'm asking my clients to zoom out and look at further down the line, what do you want those pages to look like for yourself? Fine, we can't control the things that are written there and that we can't we can't control, but we can influence the rest of it. We can influence the rest of it. And so the zoom out process helps you to connect to that from a really zoomed out perspective, but then zoom all the way back in just on the next four weeks and really set a goal to say, how am I just going to take one step further towards that goal? So really it's a little bit like running up that hill, isn't it? It's like that hill is big, but really it's just one step after another. And that is representative of this six, 12 months is really big. What I want to create, it seems really abstract and far away, but if I just take one small step after another and break it down, then I'll be able to do it. Now that might sound very simple, but I assure you it's not easy. And that's why I support myself and my clients through 
month, um, week by week, sorry, um, through the process of going through hour one, defining our high value activities, really getting clear on what we will and won't do, and really getting clear on how we need to support ourselves through it. Because let me tell you, it sounds really easy going just one step after the other, isn't it? Running up that fucking hill <laughs> was not easy. I came up against physical drama. Oh my God, my knees, they're so sore. Oh my, my, what are those muscles called? Calves. My calves are so tight. It's hereditary. They're so tight. It hurts. My lungs, can I possibly run anymore? Like I feel like I can't breathe. And it's in those moments where you've just got to stop and really take count of, am I going to stop? And am I going to literally stop physically running or am I going to coach myself and really get to grips with my breath and really get to grips with my pace? And am I going to slow down and am I going to focus on my breathing? In terms of my mental drama, there's a lot going on in those moments where the physical connection between your body and your emotions and your thoughts all seem very connected. And when you really um, recognize that, oh, I'm, I'm noticing, right? I'm noticing these physical sensations. I'm noticing that the physical sensations are making me think thoughts like, I can't do this. And that's making me feel emotions like, well, what's the fucking point? Bit of apathy going on, you know? All while, all it's all happening so quickly, all while you're taking one step after the other and running up the hill. That's the same as business. It's the same shit. It's the same. If you look at your everyday, you're gonna be feeling the physical um, the physical neurological feelings of your heart rate increasing, the stress responses to the impending doom of being rejected or failing. You're going to be facing the emotional aspects from the thoughts that you're thinking about that upcoming thing that you may or may not do. And that's why it links into that hour before the run, because one of the things that I notice about myself is the biggest waste of my time and energy for me in business is indecision. And it's not indecision, by the way, around what I will and won't do. It's indecision where I keep myself, you've probably heard over um, the past month, you've heard the episode with Leah, where we talked about a little bit about human design and we used me as an example. So just if you want to go and listen to that episode after this one, that's episode number 165, where Leah points out, well, yeah, you know, your design, it's typical for you to forget what you do, like in business, like literally it falls out of your brain and you keep yourself in this mental drama of what is it I do again? What do I do again? But then if you go and listen to episode 167 with Lucy, a previous client, it's very clear what I do. It's very clear the value and the um, outcomes of the support that I give to my clients and the experience that I give to my clients. It's very clear. So when I say I get stuck in indecision in business and the reason why that run and the hour before the run really, really made me think, oh my God, I'm doing this in business is because I don't get stuck in the indecision of sitting down and not knowing what to do with myself, but I do get stuck in the indecision of, um, how can I, how can I explain to people what I do? How can I be clearer about what I do? How can I be clearer about the service? How can I be clearer about the value? And actually what I'm going to decide, just like I did getting ready for that run is none of that needs to, I, know, I don't need to spend and invest any more mental drama in should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I, should I be clearer? Shouldn't I, should I, I'm gonna, just going to make a decision. And I'm going to use the zoom out process and I'm going to share with you my goal for the upcoming month because you know, I always say here on the inner work conversation, and this is also what I practice with and on my clients as well is we don't 
like use hypothetical experiences to help develop you and for you to evolve. We use what's right in front of you. We we use your life and business as your playground to facilitate your development. So what I recognize about myself is what I want for myself, right, is two things. I want to stop working in ways that I learned from what appeared to be good in inverted commas in corporate. I want to stop working in ways that don't support my energy. I am a morning person. I am a morning person. I get my best work done in the morning. And I don't want to continue to perpetuate old old conditioning through my current behaviors. So that's thing number one. Number two, I want to use the goal this month to support me not being able to do indecision. And like I said before, how this plays out for me is spending a lot of time and energy with the same kind of um, process that I went through before the run. It's like, oh, should I do this or shouldn't I? Should I explain it like this or shouldn't I? And I do. A, I notice myself doing a lot of that in business. And th- that's the thing when you work for yourself by yourself is you have to be very on yourself about, yeah, raising your self-awareness is cool, but what the fuck are you going to do about it? And that's why I use the Zoom Out process myself and use my goal to facilitate my personal development. And further to that, every Monday, what this goal, which I'll explain what it is in a minute, what this goal is going to do for me is it's going to make me turn up to my own hour one every single week and identify the high value activities that are going to A, facilitate that development that I've just spoken about, but B, help me to get the business results that I want. Because the goal for June, and by the way, I'm going to announce the theme for the for the June um, Inner Work conversation as well, all in one go. So the theme for June, drum roll please, is being bold in business. And I don't think it's going to be what you all expect. Being bold in business from a very, you know, old corporate, hustly, boss bitch kind of culture is all about doing more, being more, being bigger, scaling up. And I don't, you know, some of those things are great, but I think that being bold in business looks like being you. I think that being bold in business looks like doing shit your way. I think that being bold in business looks like validating yourself. I think that being bold in business looks like developing and growing out of behaviors that no longer suit you, that no longer feed into who you want to become and what you want to create as a business owner. And so my goal for June is to work 50% less. That's it. And let me tell you, through taking myself through the Zoom Out process, and by the way, that doesn't mean that I'm going to get 50% less results, right? I've still got the same financial and revenue goals for my business. I've still got the same amount of one-to-one clients I want to serve. I've still got the same amount of people I want to support inside the Thrive First method. So what I recognize, therefore, is all of my live support for my one-to-one clients, the Thrive First Method members, the obligation that I have to turn up for a podcast episode for you guys every single week, the wrap-ups that I do every single Friday, none of that changes. So what actually is going to change here with me working 50% less is I'm using the goal to hold myself accountable to develop behaviors that help me to be more effective and more myself in business. So I hope that that all makes sense and the way I've explained it makes sense. I've learned this lesson through the mental drama of should I, shouldn't I before the run. I've taken the lesson from running up that hill and realizing, fuck me, it is one step after the other, but that does, and that is simple, but it doesn't mean it's easy. And therefore there's questions that we ask ourselves in the zoom out process, like, 
um, what, who will I become on the way to achieving this goal? What am I willing to feel and experience on the way to achieving this goal? How can I support myself on the way to achieving this goal? And I want to share that with you before I wrap this episode up. So if I was to work 50% less in June, firstly, what that, what that looks like is I need to be able to be, I need to be able to measure this. I need to be able to get to the end of June and be like, did I do that? Did I achieve that? And how did that go for me? So that's the first thing that there's, um, the way that we set goals inside the Thrive First Method isn't your normal smart goal. It's, there's less of that bullshit in there. So who will I become? I will become someone who respects their time even more. I will become someone who says no, not just to other people, but to myself. I will be saying no to the mental drama of indecision. I will be saying no to my own behavioral habits that I have supported and upheld through my unconscious behaviors. I will say no to them. I will be someone who is saying no more intentionally to things. When when I talk to my clients about saying no, their minds immediately switch to, oh, that, mean, that must mean saying no to other people. No, it starts inside of you first. I will become someone who isn't afraid of promoting themselves, of doing that high, those high value activities that I've shied away from in the past because I didn't want to shine too brightly and I didn't want to seem too confident. But my God, if you've listened to episode 167, what's not to shine brightly about that? Who wouldn't want the experience that Lucy and my other clients have had? That needs to be plastered everywhere in big, bold lights. I absolutely adore doing this work. Why would I shy away from that? Conditioning, that's why. Don't shy. To, don't shine too brightly. In fact, I'm going to give you that episode so you can listen to it after this one. Bear with me, I'm just going to get the episode number. It's episode 157, The False Benefits of Holding Yourself Back. After this, I'm nearly done. I'm wrapping up. After this, go and listen to that episode. The next thing, what am I willing to feel? What am I willing to experience? I'm willing to want to work differently. So I'm going to set myself up a little structure where I'm going to be you I'm going to be using my energy like I don't work well at three o'clock in the afternoon. Fuck that shit. I don't work well at those times. So I'm going to set myself a structure that means that I've got more I've got a structure that supports my flow. That's the best way that I can explain it. I've got a structure that supports um, my freedom and my room for inspiration. And I'm going to expect to feel resistance to that. I'm, and I'm willing to experience resistance, especially if the results make me want to believe that I need to be doing more. Because what I very much want to grow out of is this belief of, I need to do more to be worthy for the results. I need to be more and produce more and give more to be worthy for those results. And I recognize that about myself, but me practicing what I preach means that I will not stay in that place. I will use my life and my business and my own tools and my own methods to help me grow out of that shit. Um, and then lastly, what am I willing to experience? I'm, I'm willing to not make it mean something about me. And that very much feeds into one of the last questions. I'm not giving you everything about the zoom out process. This is just a snippet, but how can I support myself? So going back to that point, I'm willing to not make it mean something about me. How can I support myself in that? Because one of the things that I notice in myself and my clients is we take in what's going on in life and in business and we make it mean something about me. In fact, there's an episode coming up um, that talks all about that. So, you know, when someone responds to you in a snotty way, you make it mean something about you. You make it mean that they've got a problem with you. And that's essentially not, that's not typically what's happening. They might've just had a shitty day, but normally we are making assumptions 
based on what we see and experience from the world outside of us, based on our own wounds, based on our own beliefs. So if you've got the belief of, I'm not good enough, and someone sends you an email to say, actually, I wasn't expecting that, that'll be the worst thing for you to ever deal with because you've got this core belief that I'm not good enough and you wanna do everything that you possibly can to stop them from highlighting that within you. And that is, that's what I mean about I'm willing to not make it mean something about me. I'm willing to not continue to play out my own core wounds and my own disempowering beliefs through experiencing my life and business and assuming that that means something about me. So how can I support myself? I can theme my days. I'm someone who, I haven't been diagnosed with anything, but I certainly haven't. I've been, those of you who know, um, someone very close to me is being diagnosed with um, neurodivergence at the moment. I think that's the right way to say it. I apologize if it's not. And therefore I've been on um, training with the ADHD foundation and things like that. And I'm noticing about myself that my brain clearly does not work in a neurotypical way. And that's absolutely fine. I don't think that any of us have a normal in inverted commas brain on a very sliding scale from not severe to massively severe and impacts your daily um, minute to minute experience of life. But I know for me, the way that my brain works, I benefit massively from, I said it before, a structure that allows me to have freedom. So one of the things that I practice in at the very beginning of my business was themed days, themed days for serving clients, themed days for content creation, themed days for sales and marketing. Now, what that doesn't mean is you're from the outside, you're going to see all of that all at once. It doesn't mean that on a Monday, I'm going to record podcasts and publish podcasts, it means that I'm going to do that work on one day, content creation on one day, and then I'm going to drip it out. It means I'm going to do my sales and marketing content on another day, drip it out. It means that I'm going to do my client work, which is set on another day. So you can see how themed days support someone like me who needs that gentle boundary with herself to support her freedom and flexibility and following her intuition, right? I am not someone who works well with a jam-packed schedule. I need flexibility. I need movement so that when, when I'm looking at the tree outside and I get inspired by something or I go on a run and I learn a lesson, I can act on it. I can create from that place. I don't work well when I'm back to back to back to back. So theme days, plan stuff in for my time off. I know that when I, I've got an obligation preset in advance. So for example, if I'm saying to myself, I'm going to finish work at half half 11 in the morning every day, then I need to have something to go and do. Like <laughs> it would be useful for me to plan in a class at the gym or walking the dogs or going to meet a friend or reading a book. Like it would be useful for me to plan in some obligation free time where I'm not obliged to do anything, but I know that that is there. And it's going to be useful to support myself, to plan in minimal obligations and a lot of fucking self-support. I know the resistance that I'm going to come up against this month. I know where I'm going to meet myself and my demons this month. And therefore, I know that I'm going to have to schedule in self-coaching. I know that I'm going to have to possibly schedule in some coaching sessions with the people that I rely on to support me in life and business. And I know that I'm going to need to plan in some walks with some friends so that they can offload onto me and I can offload onto them and we can have a good laugh at ourselves. So can you see this process of learning, zooming out, taking the information and using it as your wisdom to then guide you to your next step? But you also need to be supported as you're taking the steps. 
it's, you know what I mean? Like going up that hill, it is just one step after the other. And that sounds simple, but it's not easy. You're going to meet yourself in those steps. You're going to meet where you're physically sore. You're going to meet where you're emotionally tired. You're going to meet yourself in the thought drama and the mind drama that comes up as you take those steps. And I would love it if you planned in the support that you you need whilst you take those steps. Self-support is the most sustainable way for you to achieve your goals in life and in business. And what I hope that you can hear from this episode is I really do practice what I preach. And not only do I practice what I preach, but I I also therefore reap reap the results of that. I gain the benefits from my own work because I do my work. And the reason that I'm saying all of that is because this is work. It's called the inner work conversation because this is work. But I promise you, in you investing in yourself by doing this kind of work, you therefore are going to reap the rewards of it. And um, one of the questions in the Zoom out process is, who will I become? Oh, I've already mentioned that, haven't I? And I want to become someone who respects my own time even more than I do. I want to become someone who says no and has personal standards whereby I won't entertain certain thought loops that come up in my own mind and therefore I won't perpetuate them. I want to become someone who isn't afraid of promoting themselves and is very proud of the work that they do outwardly, not just inwardly. I want to become that. So I'm going to support myself to get there. And listen, if this is the work that you want to do too, this is this is your invitation to book in and come and do this work with me. Come and do it one-to-one. And if you if, if it's not a longer one-to-one journey that you want to take, come and do this work on a Get Unstuck call with me. All of the options for you to work with me are on tlb.org.uk forward slash services. Go there now. And if you're not sure, just book in an inquiry call. So that that wraps this episode up. June's theme has been revealed. I'm probably going to release one more episode before then though. Um, But I'm excited for June. I've got great guests. I've got some great episodes lined up and I hope that you're looking forward to it too. One request before you go. I am really focused on growing my audience. The inner work conversation is something that I get feedback on time after time after time to say, Nikki, this has helped me so much. And I really want to give more people that experience. So please think of one person or a few that you could share this episode with right now. Go into your podcast app. Are your thumbs moving? I hope your thumbs are moving. Go into your podcast app, click share and get that sent to them. It would mean the world to me. And also I hope that it would benefit the people you send it to too. I would love to hear from you. So don't don't forget, get in touch. We can have a conversation about what you took from this episode. And I really do look forward to working with you if that's the next step you're going to take. I will let you know how I'm getting on with my June goal. But meanwhile, please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I hope that you are cheering you on too. loved having you with me today. Now it's over to you. There are three things you can do straight away. Number one, have a think about what one thing stood out the most in this episode and how you can use it to create change in your life and business and message it to me. Just a simple act of writing it out and sending it to someone who gets it is usually enough to keep you accountable to take the next steps. Number two, think of one person who'd really benefit from hearing this episode today and send it to them. Tell them I said hi. And lastly, don't forget, if it's your time to take this work to the next level, pop me a message and ask about my services and we can see what would be the best fit for you. And as always, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too.